Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk About a Buffalo with your host, Anthony Stevens, right here out of the city of Buffalo, the city of good neighbors. Welcome to season number two, episode number 24. Just before we get into the episode, we like to take this time to thank our sponsors all over the world who sponsor Let's Talk About a Buffalo right here on Anchor. We thank you for your love and support, your acts of kindness and generosity toward this podcast show. If it wasn't for you, there could be no podcast. We thank you so very much for your acts of kindness. If this is your very first time joining us here on Let's Talk About a Buffalo, why don't you put your hands together and give yourselves a round of applause. We thank you for joining us here on Let's Talk About It Buffalo. Also, we like to take this moment to thank all of you who have purchased merch from our online store. Thank you so very much for your acts of kindness and generosity as you purchase many of the items on our online store. So we would like to take this moment to thank you all for your support. At the end of the podcast, we're going to give you our web address, also our email address, our six listening platforms, and all of our social media information that you may jot down and connect up with us on all of our listening platforms and social media. Also, don't forget, Sunday is the last Sunday in February as we celebrate Black History Month. So Sunday is going to be an awesome podcast show. Uh, You're going to enjoy our podcast show on Sunday evening. We want to take this time to wish everyone a happy birthday in this month of February on this day. If you have a birthday on today, we like to wish you a happy birthday. Again, in this episode number 24, we are going to continue part two of Miles Davis interview. I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to the interview, we have been very busy here at Let's Talk About It Buffalo. We are working on major projects. As you know, we have a project already going now. Our merch store is very busy, and we were not able to podcast last night, but we're going to continue part two tonight with all of you that are listening. So we're going to take you to part two of Miles Davis' interview. Playing a sound with only the white keys, you know, Dorian minor modes, and just, it just came out. It was just a thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, like an architect, all of a sudden, all of the architects in the world would start making circles. You know, like Frank Lloyd Wright, all his colleagues that are leaning that way thought the same way at the same time, you know? And it was made for Coltrane, yes. you know, that kind of thing. Because I used to give him a lot of, a lot of uh, chords. I'd give him 
like five chords in one. And I told him you can play either one, you know. So he was all the way to one to do that. But that's, I got it from Rachmaninoff modulating from key to key. Bill and I used to talk. These guys want to talk to you. They want to give you a trumpet or something. So I said, I don't feel like talking to anybody. She said, well, they just want to talk to you, and, they, and maybe you can pick out a couple of trumpets that you want. You know? So I said, okay. So I also got um, a soprano sax for train. He never put it down. We was on a tour with Norman Grant. He played the, the, the soprano sax in the bus, in the hotel, every day, all day, 24 hours. And he got that sound, mm -hmm. you know. And I, then I gave him those chords, and he just went, you know, because he wasn't playing like that, you know. Sometimes when a guy plays, a player plays so loud that it locks, it locks him with the sound. But he left. You know, like, you know it, it blocks out everything else. So I gave him all these, all these options. I mean, it sounds technical, but you have to think like that if if you're an artist. You know, you have to know how to do different things. Hearing you talk about this session, I'm struck by the fact. Like Duke Ellington, you would prepare music for your players rather than bring music to them and say, play this. That the music really does come out of the people you're hanging out with and recording with. Yeah, that's right. Well, Duke, Duke is my favorite, one of my favorite composers. You know, I, just, just lately I've been hearing in my head Rain Check that he wrote. His name was... You mentioned Coltrane's sound on the soprano saxophone. At one point, Coltrane said that uh, he had been hearing a higher sound and hearing a higher sound. It wasn't until he had his hands on the soprano that he actually was able to realize what he'd been hearing in his head. Right. See, it takes a long time for guys to develop. You know what I mean? 
How come nobody can get your sound? It's, it's, it's a simple gesture, it seems, but it's very difficult. I have my own sound because when I, when I was like this, my trumpet instructor, I loved the way his sound, his sound, you know. He was black and, and he used to play with Andy Kirk and he played in the Lawrence's of like Harold Baker and, you know, I just leaned toward that cornet sound, you know, like Nat Allen plays go. But it's just a sound. And it's, you know, it's just popular. <laughs> You know, like years ago, composers, the reason Beethoven was, was reading, you read about Beethoven because he was the one that they could understand. The other ones, you know, that they couldn't understand, they didn't, they didn't mention. So my tone must be the easiest for somebody to hear. You know, like Louis Armstrong and that kind of sound. Mm -hmm. But see, your sound is, your sound is like a... You know, it's, it's like your sweat. You know, your sound. Lester Young had his sound. Eddie Davis. Coleman uh, Hawker. Browning. Clifford Browning. Fashion of Earl. You know, there's no more sound. Freddie has a sound, but it... During those days when you didn't, didn't hear anybody to copy it, Guys got their own sound, but now that you have so many records and cassettes, it's no more sound. They copy it. They copy the sound. You know what I mean? Huh. That's the reason they can put the sound in a in a keyboard. But it's white sound in the keyboard. You know, it's a white trumpet player sound in the keyboard. For trumpet. They can't put the black sound in the keyboard. Nobody's done it yet. I put it in. I put my sound in. It. I mean, sample it. Sample. Yeah, but if you just buy a keyboard, it has a white sound. Trumpet. That's an interesting point, though. That before there was such wide recording distribution, people were forced to develop their own sounds. Forced to play without. They didn't have anything to to listen to, you know. But you, when you watch guys play an instrument, and you want you like the attitude, the concept. Where it looks, where they hold it, the way they dress. But nowadays, you know, they have. I saw four, maybe three trumpet players in Lala Hampton's band. And they were white, right? They all sound alike. They all sound like like Winton. He doesn't have a distinct sound. But Freddie almost has. Um, Woody Shaw has real creative talk trumpet. He's like Dizzy, you know. They, they might do anything. I mean, you still can get a good solo out of Dizzy, I, you know, because he's, you know, he's like really turned my brain in Charlie Parker. You know, those guys. He, they did a number on my head, you know, as far as me learning. You know? How did they do it? They just opened it up. Just hearing but, but what what they were thinking, it put a stamp on what I was thinking, that it was okay to, you know, go like that. Trumpet players, now Freddie almost has his own sound. I, if I can't, still can't tell it. Maybe if I listen to him a little bit more. 
but it's now that that's a very that sound here's in brownie and that's the same style you mentioned people getting excited about watching a player and i remember you saying at one point well you can know everything you need to know about how i play by watching how i stand it's a certain way like when i play sometimes if i play that high from the floor it's another sound that you can get right when you and get over and put the bell right off the yeah, floor and it's an, you know maybe one over there maybe one up there but i never go any higher than that you know send it straight up maybe but i found out in julio that if i stayed any longer they gonna have, I was going to have to play like a white man, you know, and I, I was going to have to act like a white man toward music and the direction, you know what I mean? So I left, you know, because there were certain things you had to do, a certain way you had to play to get in there and to, to be with them. And I didn't, I didn't come all the way from St. Louis just to be with a with a white orchestra, you know, I turned down a lot of those. But I found out, you know, that, that I could go my own way. I had to go, I had to catch a My friend Freddie Webster, I said, Freddie, I'm going to St. Louis. And he was, he was one of those guys. I said, man, you know if you go to St. Louis, back to St. Louis, and them hooges and practice there, you're going to get mad and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you might get killed. So I said, no, I'm going to tell. I have to go to tell my father that I'm going to leave Julio. He said, why don't you call him up? I said, uh-uh, not my father. I can't call him up and say, I'm, I'm going with Bird, and they do this, and this is this. You know, he, he, professional man, he was a surgeon, right? <laughs> so I called the, he said, okay. So I, I called the train. I went in his office. He looked at him and said, what the fuck are you doing here? So, so, as soon as you get through. He was, you know, working on a great patient. He was a dentist. Dental surgeon. So when he got through, I said, this music is happening. Juilliard isn't. And I'm in, I'm down on this, on the street where everything is happening. More, more so, I'm learning more down there what I want to do, about what I want to do than in Juilliard. You know, my, my trumpet instructor Juilliard is still in the in the, in the the um, Philharmonic Orchestra in New York. Taught, I think he taught on uh, Whitten, I think Whitten, you know, took some lessons from him. But I, I couldn't do that, you know. So he said, okay. So I said, save your money, you know. So that was it. But I couldn't stay... I couldn't stay. Damn, I'm messing up something. Right now. I couldn't phone him from New York and tell him that. You know, Duke Ellington, he knew, but not 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 Dizzy and, and Bird and Monk and Coleman August. Although we did did have a record of Coleman August playing Body and Soul and Artina. That's the only records we had in our house. <clears throat> yeah. MJ Brewer's brother, but do with Jimmy Bland. Bland was is from St. Louis Mountain. 
had two girls. That's it. And I'll tell you. Oh, yeah, and I had... Uh, we thank you for tuning in to Let's Talk About the Buffalo Season Number 2, Episode Number 24, with this interview with one of the most beautiful saxophone player in the world, Miles Davis. We trust that you enjoyed uh, listening to this interview. We will continue part three of uh, this interview with Miles Davis. We want you to have the opportunity to hear this interview all the way through. Uh, this man has really graced uh, the world by his music and being able to share many of his music with young people, old people, all over the world. So we take our hats off to Miles Davis again. Thank you for joining us for part two of Miles Davis' interview. We will continue part three on tomorrow's podcast. Um, you can join us on the web at Let's Talk About It Podcast Buffalo, New York. You can join us on our email address at Let's Talk About It Buffalo at gmail.com. You can join us on all of our social media outlets. You can join us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can join me on Facebook at Prince Lamar Anthony. You can join me on Instagram at Prince Anthony 74. You can join me on Twitter at Prince Anthony L. Also, the prescription of our store will be in the description of this podcast show that you can go and check out our online merch store. Uh, we are so excited about it. It has taken off and running as I speak now. I'm looking at people ordering right now, ladies and gentlemen, from our merch store. So again, you can uh, join us on the web at Let's Talk About It Podcast, Buffalo, New York. All of our social media information that we provided for you in the podcast. Also, our email address. If you like to email us with comments, if you like to be a guest on our show, you can email us at Let's Talk About It Buffalo at gmail.com. You can listen to us on all six of our major listening platforms from Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Break Radio, Radio Republic, and now you can listen to us on Outcast. You can be a part of all of those listening platforms we have available for you. We take this time to thank you for choosing Let's Talk About a Buffalo podcast show, The City, the city, city of, of Good, 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 good Neighbors. neighbors, neighbors, neighbors.